Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Jonas Knox with you here. Happy 4th of July. Coming up on the program, we are going to talk about the latest problem in the NFL. People not happy about something that involved a Super Bowl issue we will discuss. We're also going to talk about LeVar Arrington hanging out with aliens in Roswell, New Mexico. Trust me, it'll make some sense. For some reason, Sanford and Son seems to be the perfect theme song to this show. We've got other news and notes from around the National Football League like Jerry Jones starring in a brand new documentary joey chestnut athlete or just a complete slob it's all yours coming up next here two pros and a cup of joe fourth of july edition fox sports radio this is the best of two pros and a cup of joe with lavar errington brady quinn and jonas knox on fox sports radio two pros and a cup of joe fox sports radio he's lavar errington i'm jonas knox with you here Coming up later on this hour, we're going to talk about one of the most terrifying moments that maybe anybody has dealt with in a long time. So we will get into that for you here. It's something that a lot of you can relate to, uh, especially with uh, summertime and special events and things like that. So we'll have that discussion with you here uh, again a little over 20 minutes from now. So did you see there's a little bit of a blame game going on, LeVar Arrington? Let's talk about it. Um, According to Pro Football Talk, the NFL's reasoning – for the turf issues and the field condition issues yep. at the Super Bowl in Arizona. Talk about it. Is that the players wore the wrong shoes. How about that? Even though they changed cleats, the Philadelphia Eagles did, and you've had players from Philadelphia. I think it was Brandon Graham said it was uh, the the Chiefs offensive line was blessed because the Eagles pass rush couldn't really get after Patrick Mahomes because they kept slipping and slipping. They complained about it. Uh, there was a lot going on, but apparently, according to the NFL, there's they no the wrong cleats. Yeah, there's no way it can be the turf. It's got to be the cleats, uh, according to the NFL. So, huh? Yeah, interesting to see how the NFL. You, like this is my favorite part about the National Football League. For as well run as they are and as successful as they are, they always seem to find the most obvious things to screw up. Hmm. Whether it's field conditions, what what would have been the right response? 
wouldn't wouldn't you think that they would go through and make sure everything is up to snuff before the game? Because that's one of those turfs that you can pull. It pulls out, right? Oh, careful. Uh, that's one of those ones that's just leave, the it, turf. just leave it alone. Okay. Uh, right. But that's that's one of those ones where the, it, it, you know, retracts from the yes, stadium. That's correct. It feels like it's a, a simpler option than a lot of places to try and find out if there's an issue, let's go ahead and work through this. And the NFL just said, eh, screw it, we'll just keep, we'll just roll on. See, I think they do go through all of those processes. I'm not, I'm not really certain why they were slipping or if it were, if it was the turf, if it, if it were the cleats, if it were both, they're just that, that it happened. But there's never an excuse as a player. You have, you have to know what your field conditions are, and you have to move accordingly. You have like, when I was playing. You had like three different bottoms. Now some of those are are illegal now. Like they had bottoms that were super super long. If there was super wet conditions and soft soft you know ground conditions like mud and stuff like that. But then you had you know regular size detachables. Then you had moldeds. Detachables have a different type of grip than than moldeds do. Um, you have you have turf like semi turf type type nubs that are a little little longer than than the bally um, turf turf shoes. It, it, it's like so many different surfaces you have on your on your cleats. Huh? Maybe people may not or may be aware of that, but it's still up to the player to figure out and find their footing. You can't. You can't use that as a shield to hide behind as to why you didn't have success because the other team had the same set of circumstances and, and the same weather conditions, field conditions uh, that that they did. Why why are field conditions still a problem in the NFL? I mean, because clear, like, clearly there was, even though both teams had to play on it, but clearly there's there was some sort of a problem because it was talked about by a lot of people who were involved in the game. Some some would say that clearly the Eagles had the advantage on offense when they kept doing that short yardage uh, scrum oh, play. So you think it all evens out? It evened out. Okay, so, it evened out. Come on, who so, can? I mean, did you come out of did you come out of the Super Bowl saying that? Oh my gosh, the field conditions were horrible for the the defense of the the Philadelphia Eagles, or did you come out of that game saying, huh? The Philadelphia Eagles were exercising a play that probably should be banned from from the game. Which one did we come out of the game saying? The tush push. Okay, the tush yeah, push. All the right. tush push. Well, I'm just saying, if if you if you got bad footing, you're not pushing people back, right? So their offense seemed to find their footing. Why couldn't the defense do it? Yeah, I mean, I I look at it and I go, when it comes to the NFL, it's like punishments, like when Roger Goodell came out. And they gave Ray Rice the two-game suspension when they knew what was on the video. And then all of a sudden, he had to overreact afterwards, and everybody seemingly got a six-game suspension. Tom Brady got four games for a deflated football. It was like he wanted to be judge, jury, and execution when the reality was if you would have just handled that original punishment the way you should have, you wouldn't have found yourself in this spot. And then... Field conditions have been a problem for a long time. Von Miller's actually going to join us later on this week. Uh, he's going to come on the show because he's also, you know, your friends at Pennington. Mm-hmm. Um, they're doing a lot of that stuff. You know, he's somebody who has been outspoken about the field conditions. We've heard from Julian Edelman officiating 
it seems pretty obvious there's some issues with officiating, yet for some reason, still part-time, still not ready to fix some of the review process, still not ready to go through all of that. Uh, gambling, clearly an issue with gambling, the way it was laid out by the NFL. Some people weren't, weren't aware of what they could do and what they couldn't do, what, what the restrictions were. It just seems like there's these little things that they that would be easy fixes or that everybody would be on the same page for, and yet the NFL still struggles with it. And and I get from a financial standpoint that yeah, it it it's it's easier for stadiums and for owners to you know throw on concerts and a bunch of other events at these venues if they're not having to change out the turf. But damn man, when when everybody universally says. We need natural grass. We need we we need to get away from this stuff from an injury standpoint, from a quality of play standpoint. And the NFL is still like, yeah, yeah, but we're not ready yet. I just I don't understand what the problem is. I don't either. I, I think that you look at the the ever changing environment and the climate of of the sport. You see so many things being done for safe safety purposes and safety reasons, um, it just makes you wonder. That, that you see how much money they invest in the facilities. I mean, I was just back on campus not too long ago in State College. I mean, there is always construction going on surrounding what takes place with with football programs. And <laughs> I went out on Beaver Stadium, the grass, and it was like under – you know, repair, like, and it's natural, it's natural grass. So I I don't, I don't know why it would be such a big deal to go back to, to natural, get natural grass other than knowing that it's more, they feel like it's more feasible, more sensible because of the other events that see to me, that's what I kept hearing is, is that it's hard to maintain a grass field when you have other events taking place. Right. When you have monster truck events taking place, concerts taking place. Uh, Heinz Field now, Acrisure, Acupuncture, whatever it's called. How many high school games they got they later play in the year? a ton. A ton. They play a ton of Whippeal Championship games there. It's like all day. And they rip the field up. And then you have, uh, you know, you have the the path the Panthers, Pitt Panthers play on there too. They share the field with, uh, with the Steelers. So you're talking about some of these fields are getting banged up, and you're trying to figure out what's the what's the best solution to it. Do you do away with the other events that you're doing on on the surface? Like, what do you do because? You can only do so much to keep grass and 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 soil, the ground in in good condition. I mean, you talk about a place like Michigan that's so far under under uh, elevation. What is that? Ocean elevation? Yeah. What, what is that called? Uh, sea level. Sea level. There yeah. we go. They're they're filled when great, it was grass. Great condition. You were just as much <laughs> in danger on a grass field down in there as you were on any other surface. I mean, you were taking, you were, you know, planting your foot, and chunks of grass would come up out of the ground. It was just soft, just super soft surface. So there are drawbacks to to things that are connected to natural grass as well. 
but you would still think that they would work much more diligently. And maybe they are. Maybe they are behind the scenes. I don't know. But you would think that something like knowing that these knee injuries or these ankle injuries or toe injuries are possibly higher because of the, the artificial turf or maybe even the concussions may be higher because of the artificial turf, then you would think that they want to protect their 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 commodities as much as possible. So I don't think that they would be crazy resistant to it. I just think that they're probably, if, if you're being reasonable about it, they're probably trying to figure out what's the most feasible way to go with the playing surfaces. So I look at it and go, there's a difference between a purchase and an investment. And if you've got a business, there are certain things that, yes, they're expensive, but it's worth the purchase because it's really an investment because it's going to pay off and pay off down the road. So any, but like whatever, if you do construction, look, man, you want to make sure you've got the best tools possible. If you, if you're, you know, a landscaper, you want to make sure that your truck is lined up and, and, and taken care of. You want to make sure like all of that stuff matters because you need that stuff in more in order to perform at an optimal level. And it's like the NFL looks at field conditions and goes, yeah, but as long as we can get this stuff on TV, who cares what it looks like? As, I don't as, know that that's. I don't. I think, mean, I, I don't think that's a fair depiction. I, I don't. I don't see that as being a fair depiction. I, I really do think that they try to give the best. Like they try to give the best everything. Like they try to give you the best facilities. They try. I mean, sometimes even in Washington. Sometimes. <laughs> sometimes they're constantly upgrading. They are constantly <laughs> upgrading, and they build new facilities, and they're constantly trying to to make their their product better, even in Washington. <laughs> and so it's it's just one. I just think it's one of those things. Again, it's just like what I said. I I really believe that these the owners of these franchises and the decision makers for these franchises certainly want their players to be in the best of condition and the best of health playing these games coming in and out of these years. I mean, a- answer me this, does it make sense for does it make sense for a a franchise to pay the amount of money that they pay to these players and you're just okay with them ripping their knee out and being done and they're only one year, two years into their contract? I mean, if that happens to you enough with with your your higher paid players, then you're screwed. And I don't I don't think that they would I don't think that they would do that. I just don't think that it's feasible for them to not try to find better and 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 more efficient ways to protect their players. I think they do do that. Wasn't the Achilles injury you suffered because of the turf? I don't like, know. Wasn't that? I mean, what what, was, what would be your best guess? Because was that Dallas that you played it was against? Dallas. Yeah, I don't know. And I that really was don't. that was before the Jerry Dome, so that was at the, uh, was the at old Texas, Texas Stadium. Stadium. Yeah, yeah. I was, started feeling my Achilles tendon as soon as you said it too. Really? Yeah, I feel it now. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it was cleats. I don't know if it was turf. I, I it could have been anything. You know, I had been dealing with cartilage issues. I, I could tell that I was off balance. I could tell by the way my calves looked that I was overcompensating with my right calf. It was way bigger than my left one, even though I was working them the same way. I could feel the tightness in my my Achilles tendon. So I don't sit here and and pretend to be someone who 
totally understands why injuries happen and what they're connected to and what causes them. All I know is it's a part of the game, and every single time you, you're in the locker room, you you know everywhere you're at, you know if, as an active player that you're facing the, the harsh realities of, of injury. Yeah. And I think that sometimes we get a little so far removed from that. Like, sure, you want to try to do things that are proactive and, and not um, – putting you in harm's way and if a player feels players feel passionately about something that they feel is putting them in harm's way then you would be best to address it and best to investigate it which I probably would assume they did it before they started using that turf and and I think they'll continue to do that so if that's truly what it needs to be I would assume that at some point they're going to adopt getting you know getting natural grass back into to the stadiums. I mean, I think if it's going to happen and they're going to have to make a purchase, it's probably best to use your Discover card. And oh. Speaking of which, at the end of your first year, Discover credit cards automatically double all the cash back you've earned. That's right, everything you've earned. Doubled, seriously, see terms and check it out for yourself at discover.com forward slash match. All right, so coming up, we are going to have another edition of In Case You Missed It here on Fox Sports Radio, but for all the latest from around the world of sports, he's our Piccolo Pete. <laughs> make some noise for Edmund Garcia. <laughs> How about that, Eddie? I mean, new little, and uh, surprising little, ways to be introduced every day. It's, little, uh, little throwback to a firework we had growing up. I yes, that's I understand. They I understand. still make piccolo peats, by the way. I think they do. Yeah. What was yeah. The, it? Just made a lot of noise, right? It, there wasn't really. Uh, it kind of had a little sparkle, but there was no real pop to it. It was just no, of just kind of uh, squeaky noise. Something, I think. yeah, yeah, not real exciting, but. Uh, Kind of your lower level, cheaper, I guess. Yeah. Right? Fireworks. No wonder I had them growing yeah, up. Yeah, exactly. It's a good point. <laughs> uh, to Major League Baseball, where the Braves beat the Guardians 4-2. to That's nine wins in a row now for Atlanta, the best team in the Major Leagues. They are 30 games over 500 now, 57 and 27 on the year. Michael Harris, the second, had a couple of homers. And Ronald Acuna Jr., their all-star, has stolen base. He is the first player in Major League Baseball history to have 20 homers, 40 steals, and 50 RBI before the All-Star break. Twins beat the Royals 8-4. to Minnesota regains first place in the AL Central. They're a game up on Cleveland. Reds get by the Nationals 3-2. The Brewers are down 6-0. Rally back for an 8-6 win over the Cubs. So Milwaukee and Cincinnati still tied for the top spot in the NL Central. Slugfest in Arlington with the Astros beating the Rangers 12-11. Kyle Tucker a grand slam. Jose Abreu homer and 4 RBI for Houston in the win. Texas, the top team in the AL West, has seen its lead shrink down to three games on Houston in the division. Padres beat the Angels 10-3. Bad news for the Angels as far as the loss goes. They may have also lost their all-star Mike Trout left in the eighth inning after fouling off a ball with a wrist injury. Had x-rays, haven't heard on the extent of what those x-rays might have said. Yankees beat the Orioles 6-3. New York started Domingo Herman, who had a perfect game in his last outing. Not so perfect in this one. Four and a third innings pitch, two earned runs allowed, nine hits, but he does get the no decision. Dodgers knock off the Pirates all-star pitcher Mitch Keller in a 5-2 win over Pittsburgh. L.A. starting pitcher Clayton Kershaw, the all-star for them, put on the injured list. He will miss the upcoming all-star game. Marlins beat the Cardinals 5-4. Mariners over the Giants 6-5. And in the NBA, the Minnesota Timberwolves and all-star Anthony Edwards agree on a five-year max extension worth up to $260 million. Good now back God, to LeVar Arrington and Jonas Knoxney. Tyrac.com, Fox Sports Radio how, how old is Anthony Edwards? Like 22? Uh, yes, yeah, something like that. Yeah, I think he's 22. Just got a five-year, 200-something million dollar contract. That's an American un- dream. That's unbelievable, man. It really is. Yeah, man. Good for 21. him. 21. 
21. Jesus. Okay, what were you? He'll turn 22 in August. Eddie, what were you doing when you were 21? Like, what what job did you have, and how much were you making? Jeez, uh, 21. Uh, I think I was probably calling, like, high school football games. What'd that pay, Eddie? Uh, I, think they, I got free meals at, like, the Foster's <laughs> Freeze, I believe. Those onion rings were pretty good. All right. Yeah, uh, I was working at TGI Fridays and um, was not making great money at all. And I had a just a myriad of shifts. I had the but those potato skins are really good. Yeah, I wasn't really into them though. Oh, God. Although I, I it also it kind of I, I had a little bit of a red ass working at Fridays because I reached down one one shift to grab a breadstick, and the guy who was the kitchen manager got on me about it and said, "Hey, those aren't for us; those are for the customers." All right. And if you're going to have one, you need to ask. And I'd seen everybody else do it. And I just thought, all right, I'll never eat them again. Like, <laughs> I just, I swore him off after that because I was hated so annoyed. You. Yeah, he hated you. Yeah. I mean, he was a good guy, but it's like he, he was so, that was like his thing. He was so if on If he was a good guy, he'd let you eat a breadstick. Come on. But yeah, I just, 20, <laughs> 21 years old, I can't even imagine. If if I had two hundred dollars in the two hundred million two hundred dollars, I did have two hundred dollars in the bank. If I had two hundred million dollars in the bank at twenty one years old, really, you did? Yeah, yeah can you believe you that? Two hundred dollars? Yeah, I'm good at saving. You know me. Look nice. at the car I drive. Nice. Yeah, you know that. If I had two hundred million dollars in the bank at twenty one years old, I think I might have become a drug addict. Because mm. I don't know that I would have said no to anything. Mm. Just been, oh yeah, sure, I got the money. Why not? Like I can understand how people go broke at twenty one years old. So hopefully that doesn't happen to Anthony Edwards. That's unfortunate. <laughs> that would be bad, yeah. Yeah. Jeez. I'm just saying. That went bad. <laughs> All right. I'm just saying. 20. Was that it, Eddie? Was it, was that the end of, of, of the, the update? Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was like the mic drop right there, yeah. huh? Jonas saying, I hope you don't go broke. Yeah, and then the music stopped. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. It like got real morbid real quickly. Like the update music stopped. Okay. Eddie stopped. You know, just, uh, just trying to clarify all that Jeez, stuff. Jeez, Jonas. Here. It is two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Hope Sports Hope it doesn't Radio. go broke and use drugs. <laughs> you went broke, don't you? <laughs> it is LeVar Arrington, uh, Jonas Knox. I was you. about to say something dumpable. It was, it was so inappropriate. <laughs> it was so inappropriate. I'm going to. Well, there's a lot going on this week. Yeah, no uh, doubt. So uh, it is. Uh, uh, you can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. So we are going to have another edition of In Case What's You Missed It on? coming up here uh, shortly. We do want to let you know what we are, are talking we about? are brought to you by Irish Spring, the fresh son of Irish Spring. And those sensational Irish Spring suds are just the reset you need to own the day. Irish Spring, when the spring hits you, you're ready. Pick up Irish Spring at your local retailer today. What All are right. you talking so about? So coming up, uh, nothing, you know, just Watching this Wimbledon match. Oh. This hotly contested Wimbledon match. That's what you're of, watching. A lot of stuff happening there. A lot of stuff yeah. on the television. For those racket heads that Not are in up the studio, early huh? watching that. Never no, in the studio. Nothing, nothing, nothing going on in the I studio. I mean, it's just interesting. You know, we're <laughs> looking for Q. <laughs> we're clearly looking for Q. Dead man. Dead man walking. Dead man walking. All right. Um, so coming up next, though. There's a story out there that many of you can relate to, but it's a story in which I would hope. I was leaving for. I would hope. I would hope that none of you have to go through this at any point anywhere in your life. We'll tell you what that story is in another edition of In Case You Missed It. That's next. Hey, I'm Doug Gottlieb. The podcast is called All Ball. We usually talk all basketball all the time, but it's more about the stories about what made these people love their sport 
and all the interesting interactions along the way. We talk to coaches. We talk to players. We tell you stories. You download it. You listen to it. I think you'll like it. Listen to All Ball with Doug Gottlieb on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks 
tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. You can catch me in a Terry Red 150. Uh-huh. Locked in the skizzy. Skirt. Doing 60 down the wine whizzy. Uh-uh. Got a cruise down the avenue. Bump that. <laughs> Spun a Ewing hubcap. Straight from Paris. I said, what's that? Straight from Paris. Baby carriage. High word. Trust no one. Got the beef. Then the the and the big apple. Where is quick to get you? Type of. Uh huh. Uh. Skirt. Skirt. Uh, uh, cherry red. Yeah. Uh. Come on. By the way, you see what I'm doing over here? Yeah. Lotion time, yeah. baby. Yeah. <laughs> Little soft boy. Yeah. Soft hand boy. <laughs> it is two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio. He's LeVar Arrington. I'm Jonas Knox with you. You can listen to this show on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country. And wherever you are, making us a part of your Tuesday morning. Happy 4th of July to you and yours. We appreciate you hanging out with us here on a Tuesday. And we do it all live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. So Michael Vick was on Tyree Kill's podcast recently, uh, and the podcast Tyree is Kill called, is getting everybody, huh? Yeah, he's big, uh, big-time guest nice, booker. More than us. I mean, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> and he shook his head like, hell yeah, you're, you're right. <laughs> yeah. If only people knew. Oh, <laughs> golly. <laughs> we, we, we don't even stay coming on our own damn show. Hey, let me tell you something. <laughs> you know what the theme song for this show should be? Couple of yard rakes hanging out. By the way, I didn't get that joke. I didn't understand what the reference was. I used to drive this 1980 GMC Sierra back in the day. It mm. needed paint. It was like a total piece. And I was driving around, and my buddy just kept going. Bum, 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 and I was like, why do you keep doing that? What's with the horns? He's like, with that Sanford is son. He's like, you, never, you don't know who George Sanford is? I was like, no. And I watched it. I was like, oh, my God, he's right. Oh, my God. It was a Sanford and Son truck. I had um, one. To yeah. take my trash out to the to the edge of the property. It was just for trash. <laughs> Mark, do we have Sanford and Son in the systems? We do. We do. Do we gotta have it, please? Fire it off at any point. What a great song! <laughs> <laughs> this should be the theme. This song. This should be our show. theme song, actually. Especially today. <laughs> I kind of feel all right about it. Yeah, especially. Uh, be, everybody with, gets uh, big guests. With everybody, you know? <laughs> with everybody going on. Everybody gets big guests. Oh man, that's uh, that's the way this stuff works. Uh, but uh, Tyreek Hill, fresh off his assault at a marina in Miami, yeah. over uh, somebody who didn't want him and his guests to ride around on their boats. Uh, Tyreek Hill, who apparently offered somebody two hundred dollars to settle a a difference. I love Tyreek Hill. Uh, allegedly, again, allegedly, 
slapping. I mean, what is it? How much is he supposed to give you for slapping you on your neck? I feel like at least two fifty. All right, I won't be mad at that. And, and the reason why I say two fifty, I mean, people are thinking, but people are out there thinking, yeah, two hundred fifty thousand. Like, well, no, two hundred fifty bucks okay. is is worth a smack from Tyreek. I mean, he's not the biggest guy in the world, uh, but the he's gentleman a strong he, built dude. Yeah, I mean, but the gentleman he hit uh, is you know almost sixty years old, and the Said reason the man was recovering. See, and I th- and I feel like, <laughs> come on, let me slap your neck, <laughs> you, you big dummy. It. Hey, you dummy. I said I need to get on this boat. Hey, dummy. And since you ain't going to let me on this boat, you big dummy, it let is. me go ahead and slap you on your neck and give you $200. Can I offer you $200, please, you big dummy? Huh? Come on. Yeah. Hey, your stupid Why? ass. Boom, boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome into the show. This is two pros and a cup of Joe. We get absolutely no respect. You fish-eyed fool. <laughs> what you talking about there, a skillet? What a great song, man. This is a banger. Hey, say, man. <laughs> Chill. Oh, man. Uh, so, again, uh, just off and running here. But uh, Tyree Kill and by the hey, way, say man, why the static? The, the reason the reason I said two fifty is because wasn't it, one of their names swipe. It can't <laughs> be. <laughs> you know, hey, let me tell you something. I'm from that life. Hey, Mark, do you remember <laughs> Sanford and Son? Everybody from the, from the way got a homie named <laughs> Swipe or an uncle or a cousin named Swipe. Mark, what do you remember from Sanford and Sons growing up? <laughs> Oh my Rollo. gosh, Rollo. Rollo! Is that his name? Rollo, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he passed away too. By the way, I think I believe That's so Rollo. Good. That was that was Lamont's homie. Say, yeah, man, Fred didn't like him in the house. Right, right. <laughs> now, now Fred's homeboy was wasn't it Skillet and and Grady? I believe it was Skillet and Grady. Was that the show where he always acted like he was having a heart attack? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And what was the same? What would he always say to? I'm uh, coming, coming home. To, I'm coming home. I'm coming <laughs> to visit you, Elizabeth. Elizabeth. <laughs> I'm coming home, Elizabeth. He grabs this his the chest. big one. He grabs his chest and do this. Oh, it's the big one. <laughs> I'm coming home. <laughs> coming uh, to see you, Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> what a great. And then show. the aunt, well, Elizabeth's sister, wasn't Elizabeth's sister? Um. Esther. Esther. Aunt uh, Esther. <laughs> she called you a big dummy, too. You, bi- you fool. <laughs> you old fish-eye fool. You old fish-eye <laughs> You big fool. dummy. Yeah. Um, so we say all that to say this about Tyreek Hill. Uh, he had, he had uh, Michael Vick on his podcast recently, and Michael Vick just sort of lamented the issue with the dog fighting. Uh, he talked about you know not having somebody to step in and uh, stop him from what was happening. And he also talked about just sort of his false expectations as to what things were going to be like when he got out and potentially returned to the Atlanta Falcons. Let's take a listen. I wish I had a father figure, somebody in my life, like, and I did too for the most part, but not to a point where somebody was like, yo, man, you can really screw all this up. Somebody, ain't nobody came and said, bro, you can screw all this up. One person, I won't say his name. I mean, I was a little sad when I left Atlanta. Um, the whole time, like, I was gone, I thought they was going to wait on me. But that was wishful thinking. Like, I really thought, like, it was going to wait for me to get back and all this would be over. And then I would step back in and be the starter and we just move on like like nothing ever happened. But that's not reality. And I was 
hoping for something that just couldn't happen. It broke me down when they moved on with Matt, but I was happy that they got Matt because, you know, it's like it was a breath of fresh air for them. You know what's crazy about it is there were people that if even if Matt, Matt Ryan was good early on, that fan base would have still rather had Michael Vick. Hmm. Like they, they would have rather have had Michael Vick come back as opposed to Matt Ryan. Cause I think Matt Ryan was getting booed at times. Like there were some people that just didn't like, they loved Michael Vick in Atlanta. Well, if you understand the culture of Atlanta, what too, do you mean by that? What to do you go at? from Mike Vick based off of him catching a case to Matt Ryan just, might have hit some people the wrong way. Well, what do you mean? What do you get out there? I mean, you work it out. <laughs> you work it out. It's Matt bum, Ryan. Bum, 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 There you go. Come on. You want to know why they they was booing Mike Vick? Why is that? Here we go. Just listen to the to the theme song. Listen to the theme song. Yo, stupid ass. Yo, you want to know why they was booing booing your boy Matt Ryan? <laughs> All right, you, you could kill it, man. That's, 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 I mean, that seems like it's logical. But, you know, the thing about, yeah, it was. It was <laughs> I it mean, was, thank you, Mark. Well, about time somebody was held accountable on this show, <laughs> on this on this clown car of a show that we're driving around in here on a uh, 4th of July morning. <laughs> um. It was interesting hearing Mike's perspective on what he thought it would be once he got out. Because I think that that really, really paints a very, very clear picture of the disconnect that most athletes have. So I thought that that was very, very telling. I thought that it was super cool of Mike to be, you know, transparent enough. I I hadn't heard that. I hadn't heard that version of of the story. Uh, maybe I missed it, but I thought that was really cool because that gives that gives coaches, that gives parents, that gives people um, teaching points, you know, reference points. Because you have somebody who sits there and and we looked at Mike Vick like he was a mythical figure. And and he really was. I mean, he really was. If if you never saw Mike Vick play, he really was as special as people made him out to be. He's the guy who should talk to John Morant. I mean, like that. He should be the one to sit him down and say, "You're an idiot. Stop I'm, doing what you're doing." Because you're blowing it. Yeah, you're you've already damaged it, but you're really blowing it. And 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 for what it's worth. For as as many years as he got out of playing after he came out of jail, for all the money he was able to make back when he came out of jail, I can guarantee you it was it was not the same. No. It, it, we didn't see the same product of a player after that either, but it just was never going to be the same for him. And and you could see that it just wasn't going to be the same for one reason or another. It might have not even all been based off of talent. It just was not going to be the same. He came back. I mean, he was 29 years old. He never played all 16 games in a season when he came back. Never once the remainder of his career. It, it just, again, to hear him say, 
I thought that they would act as though nothing happened and we just move on at business as usual. And then they drafted Matt Ryan. They drafted another top draft pick to replace him. It should be something that young, aspiring athletes of all of all sports should listen to. Because saying I didn't know or saying I didn't have the father figure, whatever it is that you're going to come up with to say why it is that you did wrong, if you're not that person that figures out that even in adversity you have to, to work to do right. And and I think when you when you can live in the reality of knowing that you're you can take a a long time to build a reputation through your books, through your your participation of sports, your participation in your community. You can do so many great things to build your brand and to build yourself, and it only takes a matter of a moment to ruin it. And and I think that not having that 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 understanding that the realities that exist with your your conduct, it just can't continue to be there can't continue to be excuses, you know, because at, at some point you realize what you're doing is is harmful. It's it's illegal. It's it's not it's not correct even if that's part of the culture that you've come from. You still have to have these moments where you say, I am a, a, an employee in the National Football League. And in his case, I was a very, very well compensated employee in the National Football League. There's no reason to ever think that you needed to do more. There's no reason, and, and, and furthermore, no reason to do more illegally. There's no reason for that. I had to help the homies. No, you didn't. No, you did not. The best way you can help the people that you care about is by empowering them to be able to help themselves. And if you felt like creating dog fighting was, was the way to do that, then your, your thought process was misled. But the point is, is a lot of people's thought processes, whether people realize it or not, are misled. He and it. What's interesting about in the interview, one of the other aspects of it, because it's almost like he had that one blind spot where he talked about he had a really nice car. I don't even know the the name of the car. Again, I drive a Sanford and Son truck, so I can't I can't speak on the quality of car. But he said he was driving around in this car and he got pulled over by a cop. And this is before he went away and. The cop didn't pull him over for any violation. The cop pulled him over because he just wanted to know what kind of car he drove. Hmm. He was and and Michael Vick recognized in that moment, man, I don't need this. He's I, I don't need this car. Like if that's the way it's coming across, I don't need this attention. I don't need all that. So he was he was aware enough to know that he he didn't want to drive around in anything flashy. He was aware enough to know so many other things in his life, but for some reason the dog fighting was just a blind spot. And like all the warning signs were there and he just didn't read them. And he yeah. talked about that. And then just and and you hear his like you hear him now 
and he's clearly a different guy. Oh, and he, course, and he learned, yeah, he's evolved. And there's some people that are never going to forgive him because people love dogs and they love animals, yeah, and and they have every right people. to. And and he's never going to live that down. Uh, which I'll never understand why people say their animals are people. Just by the way, and if you're listening to me and you don't want to listen anymore because I said that, good. Yeah, I'm just saying. And happy because because I'm gonna tell you like this. This is. I, I always say this, and, and I'm, and we can go back to Mike Vick, but to all the people out there that call their dog, their dogs or their cats or their gerbils or whatever, <laughs> when you're talking about a dog, let's just focus in on a dog here. If you're going to call your dog a human, your your kid, your child, I just don't – if you can justify to me how you can allow your child to take a dump on the sidewalk in front of all these cars driving by. Agreed. And then you pick it up with your hand in a bag and take it and either drop it in somebody's yard or throw it in the trash can if you're responsible. How do you equate that to being your child? Because if you ever had a child, if you're not walking your child on a leash and you're not allowing your child to take a dump on the sidewalk, in the grass like like you do with your dog or you got to take them out to go to the bathroom like you do with your dog and you're not doing that with your child stop comparing animals to human beings and also look they don't even have thumbs they don't have fingers i I think that disqualifies you from the conversation right off the bat like if you don't have if you're if you're not even able to like catch a cab on, on a busy intersection in downtown Chicago or so, something like so that. So a raccoon can can be considered a, a human? More of a human being than a dog. Dang. Yeah. And listen, you see the way they operate. They, like they I can mean, o- they operate like uh It's like a, do- a dog's walking around with boxing gloves on. Can't even open things up. It's not a real person. But them, them raccoons, though. They'll get after it. They know how to break into things. Yeah. And rob you. Yeah. They'll uh, open up a trash can lid and take whatever you got inside. They'll trash the place. Go into a koi pond and rip out all the fish. They do not care. <laughs> and they'll laugh at you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they've got a sadistic and they'll wave, sense to them. And they'll wave goodbye. Yeah. And climb a tree. Yep. And look down on yep. you. And then Say, come, what up, fool? And then come back to look at... Uh, and then come back to look at... Come back to look at their work, admire their work. Yeah. With a 40. Yeah. <laughs> well, maybe. And a strap. Oh, uh, yeah. Could be. <laughs> Definitely. Or it could be a lighter. You're never, you're never quite sure, you know, uh, you these call, days. You're calling them, they're calling, that's your son. <laughs> Are you not going to hit the button on that? What do you mean? Are you not going to hit the button on what Jonas said? Thank you. <laughs> Hold on a second. What are you talking about? That is ridiculous, Jonas. <laughs> All right. Jonas, that is so ridiculous what you just That did. ain't right there. I'll tell you that. Oh, that's ridiculous. Uh, it is two pros and a cup of Joe here. Fox Sports Radio. He's LeVar Arrington. I'm Jonas Knox with you. You can, again, hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. All right, so coming up next, uh, a <laughs> we usual just left suspect. Mike Vick we, <laughs> yeah. left, we left Mike Vick right there. Raccoons right, listen, became uh, way more interesting. Uh, <laughs> listen, Mike Vick. They is, said there was raccoons betting on them. <laughs> he seems <laughs> throwing dice. <laughs> He was busting Tom. Uh, <laughs> That's what the word on the street was, that they was there too. Uh, so uh, somebody who normally, <laughs> normally, <laughs> somebody who normally likes to 
Make sure everybody sees him. He's the center of attention when it comes to NFL conversation. He's really outdone himself this time. We'll tell you who that is next here on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trips of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. 
Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. He's LeVar Arrington. I'm Jonas Knox with you here. You can listen to us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on hundreds of affiliates all across the country. And wherever you are making us a part of your Tuesday morning, we appreciate you doing so. Happy 4th of July to you and yours. And we're going to take you all the way up through the end of the hour, 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 o'clock Pacific. And we do it all live Live. from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there in unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection and over 10,000 recommended installers tirerack.com the way tire buying should be. So, uh LeVar Arrington, somebody did bring up a fair question here. Okay. Ryan on Twitter writes in cuz we were talking about uh that slob Joey Chestnut. Okay. Uh who's basically uh the guy Lardass from uh Stand by Me who won the pie eating contest. Joey okay. Chestnut's basically a knockoff of that guy. Okay. And so this uh, guy, Ryan, writes in and says, is a hot dog a sub or a sandwich? And what's the difference between a sub and a sandwich? It's a great question. Yeah. Do you have I, an answer I don't, to that? No, I don't. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's it's either. It's, it's neither it's one. It's not a sandwich, is it? And it's not a sub. I've never seen a sub on a hot dog bun. It's a hot dog bun. Now, so have you, have you ever, I think it's a hot dog. Have you ever used hot dog buns to have a sandwich? Like growing up. You know, because sometimes no. Well, because sometimes have you? Yeah, because you were out of bread. Yes. Okay. I mean, that's that doesn't count. Like makeshift doesn't count. Like you're not going to be makeshift all the time. I ate sardines and crackers because there wasn't nothing else left in there, and I said, "Hmm, let's see what this mustard and sardines sound like. What what this is hitting for?" You ate mustard and sardines on 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 saltine crackers. Uh. It was actually good. Uh. Man, hey, look here, bro. I'm just saying, I've, I've, <laughs> like, I've done some pretty interesting things, like in terms of like going in the cupboards and eating what's there. Yeah, I can understand a saltine and and some mustard. I I get that, no, you know, bare bones stuff. Sardine. That, that is just nasty. That's huh. revolting. Anyway, that's worse than uh, Joey Slob nuts shoving hot dogs in his. It mouth. has to be categorized as a hot dog. Just like what what are you going to categorize a corn dog? What are you going to call that? Great point. It's a corn dog. By the way, corn dog or hot dog? Corn dog. One hundred percent. Right, right yeah, there. On, That's man. all Get I'm talking about. Yeah, it's, it's called being an adult. All right, you don't need to walk around with your little bun and your hot dog. You just put it on a stick. Stick City is a place. And shove it in your mouth. Yeah, big time corn dog. Now, do you go mustard? Chew on it. Do you go mustard or ketchup on your corn dog? I go ketchup. Do you? Yeah. I go half and half. I go ketchup. Yeah. Which ultimately makes you believe you could probably put ketchup on your pancakes. Yeah, that's true. And right. your and your cornbread. Because a lot cornbread. of the cornbread mix. From eating all that cornbread, I no, guess. I guess. <laughs> so that <laughs> big country. <laughs> big gold country. I guess it's from eating all them corn dogs, I guess. Um, so, uh, so again, uh, the over under, according to DraftKings, 71 and a half hot dogs. Hey, I think he's going to get that, man. God, man. They're, you know, his personal best is 76. Dang. And you can bet on that as well, too. It's he, like it's plus he, money. He really pushes the. It's so gross. He really dude. pushes the other hot dogs down with a hot dog. Like he's pushing them down his throat with another hot dog. <sighs> Like he had three in his mouth, he was dr- it, mm, 
That's so nasty. He was he was like really plunging the the two down. God. And then he would wash those down with with sponge cake. Yeah. Buns. Wait, that's what he was doing? Like, yeah. So I was I mean, I was I, I, if I recall it correct, like, yeah, he wasn't even eating them at the same time. He was eating uh he was eating uh, the meat and then he was like like Pushing it down with 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 the buns. It's just disgusting. The, the it whole really thing is, is gross. It is revolting, bro. But it, I mean, if, you know, if you want to send us there next year to cover the event, no problem. No we'll way. Make it, uh, we'll make it work. You better pay. You better be paying through the nose <laughs> to get me there. <laughs> you better be wearing your bulletproof vest all day. My spit up vest. <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm it, gonna be vomiting on everybody. It's gross. And people got to vomit, right? They're on stage. They're vomiting. They got to be vomiting. You know what I would do? Oh, you have to. So if imagine somebody costing you the lead because they vomited right in front of you, and then it made you vomit. Because I got a weak stomach. If I see somebody go, I'm going. I hear you. I hear you vomit. I'm going to vomit. I see your (laughs) vomit. I see your vomit. I'm going to go. I'm not going to make it. Any type of anything connected to it, I'm going to go. <laughs> yeah, there's uh My stomach's so weak, man. It's a problem, man. Like It, it is a problem. I just uh, I just don't know how, how you're going to watch it. Like, you can watch it from start to finish. Watch these dudes just shove the, this meat all down their mouth. It's like, nasty. And the, 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 like, water buns, like, the buns are all soaked in water. Crazy, yeah, it's gross. The, the whole thing is foul. But, again, um, you know, you get paid for it. Um, last check. Uh, Patrick, can we look up the, uh, like, what does he make on that? I want to say it was, like, $50,000 that Joey Chestnut makes for shoveling food in his mouth in front of people. Yeah, let me get back to you on that yeah. one sec. So we're gonna we're gonna find out. We're gonna do uh Joey Chestnut. Is that w- enough? We're gonna do his W twos on the air. Is here. fifty grand enough for that to send your body no. through that type of shock? No, it's not enough. <laughs> and and the problem is because he's one of the first What would you rather do? Get hit by a linebacker or defensive end or eat eat that food? Linebacker defensive end. No, get hit by him. Yeah, I'll get hit by one. You're going to get hit send, by one. Send me over the middle. Like in a, to, in a, a, to a tongue of Aloha. Send me over the middle in a straight jacket. You'd rather do that than yes. eat hot dogs. 100%. I, I'll deal with the consequences. I just would never win. Like, if, if you're entering into one of those contests, why are you doing it when you know there's a Joey Chestnut? You're not going exactly. to win. That's so why would you do it if you're never going to win? So this would be my move. If I if I entered into the tournament, what I would do is I'd take my time. I'd have like two or three hot dogs during the during the ten minutes and, and just free. enjoy. Yeah, just enjoy every minute of it. I'd ask for a like, beer. Wait, he's not. I'm about to say he's not yeah. drinking water. He's yeah, drinking get, a beer. <laughs> that guy, that guy drinking he's a not beer? saving space. Yeah, why not? Wait, he's putting ketchup on. He's not even taking it off <laughs> the bun. <laughs> like, man, he's got. He's, he's going, slow. He's going one bite at a time. But I feel great. And uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't look like that. Uh, that would let, be some gangster ass, let's, though. Let's go live to where I have an update on Joey Chestnut's W twos after he shoves hot dogs in his mouth. <laughs> it's insider, be six figures. Patrick Sweeker for the latest. Patrick, it is definitely six figures, guys. About yeah. last year, he made about uh, it was six hundred thousand for Did just he really? one. Yes, Good for him. Now that makes it worthwhile. I'll yeah, be I was going to say, I'll be a eat mother mind. effort for six hundred grand. All right, if we're doing that now, I mean, uh, how many tournaments? Can I change you my think? answer? How many tournaments, roughly? 
Well, this one was just the Nathan's famous, you know, just the Nathan's That's alone. It. it was just that one. That I'm he sure got he's, 600 grand. That was 600. Oh, I mean, hell yeah. He's, he's working at a, they're saying he his net worth is at least 4 mil right now. Oh, I'm gonna be a eat mother after if I could get to six, uh, four, four, four million off of just eating. What do you think you could eat the most of in ten minutes? <laughs> That's a legitimate question. What's wrong with you? <laughs> That's a legitimate question. <laughs> What's the matter with you? <laughs> I just thought I, the, the first thing that jumped in my head made me laugh. That's I mean, can I, I not know, just have a I, funny moment? And I know what you thought of. <laughs> I'm going to. <laughs> like, oh no! Yeah, there it is. Oh, no. <laughs> Welcome Why to the are you going to start folks? laughing at that question, you big dummy? <laughs> you should have uh, said something else. If you like, ten Probably, minutes. There's really not anything that I'm good at eating, man. Gold goldfish <laughs> crackers. Wait, God dang. <laughs> You gonna out yourself on the air like that? <laughs> Some people would beg to differ. Hey, you're right. <laughs> like a snorkel. Um, gold- <laughs> like a snorkel. <laughs> goldfish crackers. What about goldfish crackers? No. No. Bang those around a little bit for ten minutes. I don't know. Like, what man. do you like? Honestly, what do you think you eat? Like wings, boneless wings. I can't eat a lot. I get full really quickly. I don't know. What about chips and salsa? I just, I get like sick, like ill type of full. Like I, I like feel sick. Cheese curds. No. Fried pickles. No. What there, about you? There's nothing you could, I, uh, goldfish crackers. I think I could, you could wipe do, out. You could yeah. do it. Something about them. Like like animal crackers? No, not animal no. crackers. The goldfish crackers, goldfish. though. You get one of those like giant milk boxes full of them. Mm. Which, by the way, I got to mention this. Um, I I know somebody that works, uh, a longtime family friend of ours. I ran into him in the supermarket. He listens to the show. So shout out to uh, to Danny who was what listening up, to the Danny? show. And the first thing he said to me was, "Cheese, it's really. Mm. Like, what's the problem?" He goes. Dude, all those years, because he worked at Pepperidge Farms, so he would drop off boxes of goldfish crackers to us growing up, oh. and I didn't, I forgot that he had left Nabisco and went to the competing company, oh. and he goes, all those years, I, all those years I brought you- All those- these years? <laughs> you better wear your bulletproof vest all day long. I said, yeah, I'm sorry, man. I forgot about that. So- all the cheese is trying to hook you up with. <laughs> You better wear your Nabisco all day. All day long. Uh, so, yeah, that is. That's uh, interesting. Yeah. So he was I upset. just love it but, how people make it about themselves, though. Yeah. 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 He's a good man. There's a lot of Dallas fans in, in, in uh, the alien place, by the way. Like a ton of Dallas oh, fans. Oh, New Mexico? Yeah. But well, what's yeah. the alien place again? Roswell. Roswell. There's a lot of, there's a lot of Dallas fans there. And I just love how every. Dallas fan has to let you know that they are a Dallas fan. And by, and by the way, um, for those of you just tuning in, LeVar Arrington spent the past day in Roswell, New Mexico. A couple getting, days. Getting, getting a lap dance from E.T. while he was watching Literally. Some, uh, some, some parade. Of, <laughs> of aliens. <laughs> They got a parade of aliens. Yes. It's so amazing. There's a parade of aliens. It's just so amazing. Yes.
It's really fun stuff, man. Uh, so that is the. Uh, <laughs> what, you been? Have you been? <laughs> I would love to go. Oh, interesting. I would love to go, but you know, unfortunately, You're I'm not right. a college football Hall of Famer, so that's really the big issue here. If I was a college football Hall of Famer, they'd probably give me an opportunity to go, but they didn't. So I mean, I did do a football camp, and I coached my ass off too. I trained. Yeah, I, I taught fundamentals. There's some pretty good athletes out there, some pretty good players. Oh, yeah. Some nice little potential. Yeah. So um, so there, there it is. A happy 4th of July I to everybody listening here. Dancing with aliens, y'all. Yeah. Who isn't? Like, for real, though. It's uh, two- I wonder if an alien could beat Joey Chestnut in eating all of them, them goddamn hot dogs. No, too slender. Yeah, but they might be able to do the same things Joey Chestnut does, but in an alien way. Yeah, their mouths aren't big enough, though. They have really small mouths. You but saw maybe, them. but maybe they they like. There's like a way that they consume the hot dog where it just disappears as soon as it touches their mouth, like beaming it up. Yeah, but I would I wouldn't have respect for him because he actually struggles to go through the process. Yeah, it, but I mean, he's an alien, so he's supposed to be like a a, a more uh, sophisticated being than we are, right? Yeah. Okay, so what's the problem? Well, I just think that, you know, I would look at it and go, you can't just make it disappear down your throat. You've got to actually do the work, and Joey Chestnut feels like he's doing the work. I mean, I hear you. (laughs) In my prior life, in my previous life. (laughs) Listen, you know, like, I mean, there's a reason Zion's got fans. Uh, But the point is... (laughs) There's a reason why Mariah's got fans. I'm not trying to... Look, I'm not trying to predict a bad outcome on any of this, but I do think I do I do think it's important to point out here that Harry Houdini died doing some stunt, or at least he was he he had this he drowned. Didn't well, he? well, no, he had this uh, this act where he could hold his breath, so he had a really strong diaphragm, and then somebody walked up to him and punched him in the stomach, and that's how he bled out and died. Oh, that's wow. how he died. Oh wow! But it was because he sh- he wanted he was always showcasing his ability to hold his breath I for a long time. Thought he was time. underwater and died. I just feel like people like that, you know. That's how he died. Yeah. Did Did they mean to kill him? Like, did they mean to punch? No, him in he the just wanted, like this guy wanted to just try him out. Like, I want to see how hard your stomach really is. And he wasn't paying attention, and he got cracked, and that was it. That's how he died. Yeah, imagine all that stuff that he survived, and that's how he went. Imagine being the guy. Is he still alive? What's he doing now? I don't believe so. I don't. I don't believe he's still with us. Uh, the no. gentleman who did that. Yeah. Why that was, not? Why you say it like that? That was a long time ago that it happened. How long? Uh, I don't know. When did uh, Patrick? Can we look that up as well too? When Harry Houdini uh, looking away? right now? Yeah. yeah, if we could, uh, if we could look that up also, that would be important. Houdini was that old? Yeah, He's that it, old. I think it happened a long ass time ago. Like, like what in the eighteen hundreds? Eddie Garcia, do you have something 1900s? on Harry Houdini? Uh, do you have uh, an update here? Uh, yeah, he uh, he died in nineteen twenty six. Yeah, I'm gonna go oh, ahead. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah I'd say, say he's probably not here. Yeah. It's, yeah. yeah. Dang. The guy who guy who killed him. He's, that's a long ass time yeah. ago for real. Yep. I guess I I guess you hear Houdini's name. I guess I was thinking about the singer or whatever. Is or there the a rapper? Sing- a rapper. Is a rapper called Houdini? A rap group? Houdini? Huh. Didn't know. She's it was a band strange. called Houdini. It was a band called a band, Houdini. Right. Rap band. Rap band, right? Yes. Yeah. Called Houdini. Strange, right? Don't they sing strange? No, that's cameo. What did I say? The oh, freaks man. come out at night. Freaks come out at night. Freaks <laughs> come out at night. 
freaks come out at night. Let me tell you the something. freaks come out. The freaks come out. Yeah, there, yeah, there you go. That's Houdini. What a soundtrack on this show. Houdini and fat, a weird Al Yankovic. I'm fat, and then the Sanford and Son theme song. We really. I got, think we should really come into the Sanford and Son theme song. You want to? Our, on God. Okay, I'm in. On God, yeah. I think that's that should be the new yeah, one. Yeah, I'm in. That'll work. As soon as we come out of that that intro imaging, that's so funny, <laughs> and then go straight into Sanford and Son, I think that's a win, bro. It is. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's two pros and a cup of Joe here, Fox Sports Radio. He's LeVar Arrington. I'm Jonas Knox with you here. You can listen to us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. Coming up, though, it is one last opportunity for several people in the NFL as we get ready for training camps coming up around the corner. We'll tell you what we mean right here on FSR. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. <laughs> <laughs> 